Hey guys, before we start this conversation off, I just want to make this really clear. Just to make sure that no one gets hurt and no one feels disrespected, this conversation is not meant to be directly meant to be to anyone directly. It's not supposed to be meant to take personally. We're just talking about people's ideologies and what they believe and their viewpoints and their perspectives on the world. To all of our question askers, our speakers, if you feel like someone's attacking you personally, Please make sure you contact us via chat if someone's talking or you raise your hand so that we can know that you you feel like you're being attacked personally so we can gauge the conversation that way. We in no way want anybody to feel disrespected or like somebody coming out for them because that is not the point of this. We love y'all and we know we love your mental health too. We don't want y'all to suffer. So talk to us. something interesting we should talk about on this because slavery and stuff was brought up and I'm glad it was because we need to have this conversation. I think, let's talk about the effects of slavery on the view of racism, racism from the Black perspective because I think that's a really important conversation to have. Um, so I want to start it out and I just want to say that there, there are genetic genetic <laughs> genetic trauma that is brought down, right? And I'll give you uh, example. I walked in the English class one day, and this boy, he had chains in his hands. I never went through racism. I mean, I never went through uh, slavery, but I had flashbacks. Why? I, I, I could not tell you, but he had chains in his hands, and they were jing- jingling, and I started shaking, and I felt uncomfortable. I think this is what shapes the perspective of racism from the Black perspective, because when you have this genetic trauma that's passed down from you and you have this weighing on you, you don't really understand why you're upset. You don't really understand why you can't experience your emotions. You don't understand why you fear people because I do think that it's a genetic fear that is put into the white people. And it's a sad thing. Like it's a really sad thing, but genetically I think if you don't teach, I'm not gonna say that racism is taught because it's not children, black, white, anything between, they'll go to anybody. But once you watch your parents and how they inherently fear, doesn't matter if they respect or if they care and they love people and they don't treat them disrespectfully or not, they still have this fear in their eye of what the white man can do. So because they have fear in their eye of what the white man can do, you have this gener- this generational understanding of racism only being what happened in slavery and being the effects of slavery and that I can't do that because your parents don't have that fear in their eyes that my parents have when they go to work or when they drive or when they're just living black in America and your parent doesn't have to be disrespectful to my parents. Your parent could be a respectful Caucasian person who loves everybody and cares about everybody, but they don't know that until they meet you. And that generational trauma that's passed down just makes your brain wired to thinking, um, I have to survive. And by surviving, you have to prepare for the worst. And when you don't know something, you fear it. 
So when you have a lack of knowledge of what this person is going to do, how they're going to react, people just automatically fear them, which is why we have these comments that I don't like. That be like, I'm black, I can't be racist. But it comes from that, when you understand that past, it doesn't make that comment better in my opinion. It just helps you understand like, they have a generational trauma that has shaped their view. And I don't have to agree with their view, but that's why their view is like that. And with the, like, in, not intentional, what's the word I'm looking for? That fear that you have inside sometimes, it's, it, it, it's crippling sometimes. Um, and now, I am a good in tissues, okay? Never done anything illegal, never done anything wrong. I make sure I wear my seatbelt all the time in the car even if it's not even moving, you know? <laughs> so I have like nothing illegal, right? But it still doesn't matter what I'm doing. I, I feel like anxiety if I walk near a cop, if I walk near police station, if I walk near anyone with authority like that, I still have this like almost overwhelming sense of fear or like anxiety sometimes. And if like, okay, if, like if you were looking in my eyes, like from my eyes, some I'm just looking straight ahead, trying to make sure not to make any eye contact. If someone's walking up to me, making sure they um they have the right of way, or you know what I mean, just like trying to make sure that anything and everything I'm doing is seeming peaceful, because the way the world would see me is I am a tall black man, and in society, a tall black man is threatening, no matter what I do, you know, so. I'm making sure everything I do is peaceful. So that way, even the, no one is thinking this man is going to do something crazy. So I'm trying to make sure I'm peaceful. And with that being said, I can somewhat understand why people say that they can be racist or have any prejudice against white people, even though they can be. I understand it, but it's still not right. I'm going to agree with both Bethany and Cameron on that topic as well. And it's not just that. As a whole, we preach every day that we need to educate not only ourselves, but other races as well. But I feel like once we are in that position, like the main goal and objective is fear. Because we fear if we mention, say, slavery or Jim Crow, something is going to trigger, well, not even trigger, somebody's going to build up this brick wall and everything is just block. It's just like, okay, you shut up. I say what I say. I don't wanna hear your side. I don't wanna hear your questions, just shut up, I'm gonna say it. But it's just like, how are we going to learn? And we're just so afraid. But I understand because trust and believe, whenever I see a police car, I'm scared. I'm scared because I feel like I'm gonna be dead. I'm gonna be on somebody's news station. And it's easy for somebody else to easily just walk down the street. I have to fear that if I walk down the street, a police car will come behind me and do something. We have to be willing, not just African-Americans, just as a whole, to put our foot down. Regardless of the fear, the regret, and I understand we have trauma, but it's like, if we wanna break this generational curse of fear and wanna move on, the first thing we got to do is put our foot down, regardless of who's watching. And not saying everybody is a follower, but sometimes it seems like everybody follows a trend. 
And if nobody's following, nobody's going to do it. But we have to be the ones to step up to the plate. No matter the, the sacrifices we got to make, no matter the outcome, we have to put our foot down. Because we preach all day, we got to do this, we got to do that. But we sitting down, oh my gosh, this, this, and that. I'm not going to do that, I'm not going to do it. So it's like, you need to practice what you preach. So how I feel about this, when it comes to subjects like these, I think America needs to own its history. We underplay slavery and what it's done because there are so many factors that went into it that came out today, even now. We have to think about laws such as like the Tenyon laws that had that can play effects into how Black women viewed our hair. Cause you know, in Louisiana, the Tenyon laws were made to cover Black women's hair. Black women would use their hair as like a form of self-identity. So they would either have to cut their hair or wrap it up entirely. Or we could think about the medical experiments used on Black people, just so we could further like medicines that could go down to Tuskegee experiments with syphilis. Or we could even talk about with slavery, like slave catchers, like in America, like the police system can also be like an extension from that area as well. There are many things that go down because slavery, it's not really talked about in a way because I feel like America kind of wants to remove its history or act like it doesn't exist. But the thing is we can't really further any development if we keep on ignoring things that existed if we ignore it, we repeat history as well. And that's why it's so important that we actually need to talk about this because there are so many things that could happen today that might actually start repeating if we don't really further expand upon this. Okay, so um, I don't I, I don't think a, a lot of people are, are trying to just like simply forget about it. I think people want, want other people to stop bringing it up all the time because like I've had comments from people where they're like oh well like you didn't experience slavery and Jim Crow so like you don't understand what I'm feeling and like hearing what you guys said like I understand kind of what they mean now but like I, I I think people need to stop bringing up the past all the time and move on so I think about the whole slavery thing and bringing it up is that like a lot of people may take offense to it or acknowledge it a lot and feel like you guys don't understand, well, people of white people don't understand it. Because if you think about it, in schools, we mostly don't, we don't really touch on subjects as far as Black history, considering we have a Black History Month because we really don't touch on it on an everyday basis. When you have world history or you have US history, most of the time you're learning about people that are not Black, you know? You learn about Black people every once in a while or Africans, and we don't really learn as much about African-Americans. So when they address that slavery thing, it's like, okay, we can't forget about this. We can't forget that this happened. Even though we know that not everybody is trying to be the oppressor, trying to do those things. And since we still like bring it up sometimes, so yeah. Yeah, and I completely understand what you're saying. I think, uh, what I want to touch on uh, another thing is privilege, because I think this is bleeding into that, of that understanding of like, we shouldn't, okay, because I agree with what you said, we shouldn't talk about it as much, but at the same time, I disagree, 
I just want to talk about uh, the privileges that come behind the different type of privileges and the privileges that come behind each skin color. Because I know me as an African-American young lady, I am more privileged than some of my white friends that I've met. And that's because of the economic stance of my family and that I didn't have to worry about whether eating or I have a lot of clothes, I have a lot of shoes, you know what I mean? Like, so I can't sit up here and be like, yo, I'm not privileged. But what I can say is I don't have white privilege. So um, I want to touch on that. And then I also want to say that, so do not take this personally, but I think that a part of white privilege is that you have the ability to say, move on. And that's why I kind of disagree, because I do agree with the fact that we cannot blame every single thing on slavery. That is not how it works. You cannot keep looking in the past and then you're trying to go in the future. Every single thing that happens in America is not because of slavery. Is it because of the repercussions of slavery and the heart things and the generational hatred that was passed down? Yes. But you as a you as a 21st century person, nobody, unless you're over 100 years old or unless you're um, uh, unless you get like your grandparents, but nobody in our generation has experienced slavery. Want to hear more of the conversation? Then stay tuned for part three. Thanks for listening to the Wildcat Chat. We'll see you next time. Bye. All thoughts, opinions, and ideas are those of the students in this episode. This discussion does not portray the official standpoint of George Washington Carver Center for Arts and Technology or the Baltimore County Public Schools.